in this Bible, the Bible says that God delivered us from all sin. Amen? Yeah. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23, we all know it says, Be renewed in the spirit of the mind. Victory over sin starts in the spirit of the mind. Before victory over sin is manifested in the flesh. It, the mind is so awesome. I don't believe we realize the power that is in your mind with words. Because the Bible said your mind can transform your whole life. It said be renewed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mean that my mind can change my life to be whatever I want to be when I put a thought in my head. Holiness and sanctification starts in the spirit of the mind before holiness and sanctification is manifested in the flesh. Now, the Bible said now, in order to have victory over the sin, we must do something with our mind because we have been trying by casting down spirits, pulling down strongholds, and we continue in sin. So it has to be an answer when God says no sin is going to happen. Now, we want to go to heaven, but then God would never ask me to live free from sin if it was impossible for me to live without sinning. That old lie that the enemy put in the church, that there's no way you can live without sinning. Oh, that's why the Bible says you repent, immediately repent. But it's going to have to come to a time in your life when you stop repenting for the same thing over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying earlier, it's going to come up as, a, as we progress. That the continuous sinning is making a mockery out of God's blood. It's making a mockery out of grace. You are saying to God, your son's blood was not powerful enough to cleanse me from all of my sin that you promised me in your Bible. He said, if we have fellowship one to another, he said, the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all sin. So when you continue sinning, you are making a mockery out of the blood of Jesus Christ that he hung on that cross and shed his blood for the remission of your sin, and we will continue sinning. You're making a mockery out of the blood. And not only that, we continue sinning that grace may abound. We make a mockery out of grace. Grace doesn't give us a license to continue sinning. Over and over and over and over again. What is that saying to the blood of Jesus Christ? We this friend and saying there's power in the blood. Power to change us. It, Romans 6 and 11 is the, 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 uh, the, um, the foundation that we must put, really renew our mind and, and think differently in order to have victory over the sin. The Bible tells us exactly what to do, and he also, we've been teaching, you, look, we know exactly where we go when we check out. The Bible had all completely explained. If you continue doing this, you're going to hell. If you change your life, you're going to heaven. 
So it, it, it shouldn't be a surprise when you stand before the judgment seat of God when the book of life is open and your name is not in that book. You know how you've been living on earth. You don't just get holy because you stand before God. There's no repentance in heaven. There's no blood to cover your sins in heaven. The blood is for earth. There's no forgiveness in heaven. Like Pastor said, he told the little boy, said, oh yeah, the little boy said, oh, hey, Judge, don't you remember me? You saved me when I was drowning. He said, yes, son. I was your savior then, but I'm your judge now. See, God is our savior now. But when we stand before the white stone judgment of God to be judged, and the Bible said three books are going to be over on your life. And if your life is not written in the Lamb book of life, you know, again, God is still going to read it. Go to Romans 20, um, I mean, Revelation chapter 20, start reading it, verse 11. Uh, <laughs> open it the book and start reading it, verse 10. Verse 10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Hello. Forever and ever. Let Pastor say, if you can get out in 20 years, you can stand it, but there's no end. Spirits never die. Your spirit will be tormented. Spirits never die. God took Satan off his power, but his spirit is still here. Continue. Verse 11. And I saw a great white throne. And him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away. And there was found no place for them. Verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Verse 13. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged. Hmm. Every man according to their works. 14. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Verse 15. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire.
that has records on everything you do every day. That's always this. Someone is just recording you. I think it's your ministering angels, the Holy Spirit. They write down everything that you do that's not pleasing to God. That's why the Bible says we should be quickly to repent. So always remember, repent. Because if you do not repent, it's going to be on your record. Okay? So I'm going to continue teaching on um, victory over sin. You need to know that you can have victory over sin, victory over habits, victory over anything that you want to have victory over. It starts in the mind with the word of God to the answer to what you want victory in. So let's read uh, uh, Romans 6 and 11 says. Verse 11. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Says that the spirit of the mind must be renewed to consider yourself dead, to treat yourself dead to sin. See, a dead man cannot sin, but a live person can. He said, but alive unto God. And notice he said, through, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Renewing the spirit of the mind to consider self to be dead, that is a big process. To consider yourself to be dead to gossip, dead to criticizing, dead to fault finding, even dead to uh, defeat, dead to fear. When fear comes, you said that, well, I'm dead. I cannot fear. I'm dead. So you're walking around like dead men and dead women of God. You're dead to all that junk that the enemy constantly. I, I believe I, I'm not the only one. 24-7 now, since we're living in the ladder of the last days, the enemy are talking to you every second. And you know it. Telling you things, bringing up old stuff, bringing up this, trying to bring you under condemnation. That's why the Bible says, if you reckon yourself to be dead to your past, but alive unto God, you treat yourself, you act like it. The Bible said we can do it. That's the only way that you and I can have victory over sin is reckon ourselves to be dead to sin. Can I do it? Yes, we can. So if it was impossible for us to do it, why would God put this in the Bible and command me to reckon myself to be dead to sin when I cannot reckon myself, I cannot consider myself, I have to sin? If it would be fair to us, if God would command me to do something that I cannot do. Come on now. He said, I know you can do it, why God? Because you have the mind of Christ. The Bible said, know ye not that we do not have the mind of the Lord. He said, but we have the mind of Christ. Meaning that you can do it. If Christ reckoned himself to be dead to sin, you have the same mind of Christ. Not a different mind, but the same mind of Christ. You can do it. We can do everything that God commanded us to do. Amen. When you live like a dead woman, live like a dead man, You know, there's a movie of this old called Walking Dead, right? We, we need to remake that movie and call it Walking Dead Christian. <laughs> it's in your Bible. God said, reckon yourself to be how? Dead. Uh, no, he said alive to sin, and I think they crossed it up. Reckon yourself to be alive to sin, but dead to God. Wow. 
Oh, hey, hey, that's how so much live. You're more alive sitting in your honor until doing the grill of God. Because you're too alive for yourself, what self want to do, what self want to do. But to reckon yourself to be there to the call of God and to be the light of the world, to be the salt of the earth. But you're alive until sitting and do what you want to do. But that don't come a day when the books are open. Too late. Too late. Come on, Doc. Too late. Now is the place where you get yourself ready. Because we all know that it's not too much this world can stand. We see it all around us. We don't need anybody to prophesy or preach it to us. You just open your eyes, you look around, no way in the world. Anytime signs are showing up. What is the church doing? Moping and groaning and still complaining, complaining 10 years is complaining, complaining, complaining. Reckon don't stop to be dead to complaining sometimes. But allow it to the word of God. What God said about what you're complaining about. Oh, we spend so much time talking about what politics is doing. We're talking not going to do anything, not going to change them. Have you ever considered yourself to be dead enough to pray? The Bible said, pray for the government. Have you ever considered that? He didn't say, run them down, Christian, and talk about a Christian, and don't like them, Christian, and all that bunch of junk that we do instead of getting out of line right with God. We have so much time to spend to talk about them, and less time on your knees praying. And you think that's not on your record? The Holy Spirit right this time. All this person do is complain about the government. What they're doing. And the Bible said to them to pray for the government that we may live a peaceful life here on earth. Oh, we don't believe that. That's a <laughs> so, so we think that just getting together talking about it, they don't even know you. They don't know you exist. You get in trouble with God running your mouth, running people down. How crazy can church get? I don't even know. Let God tell me, God said, that person don't even know you're alive. They're on TV. You're up there criticizing. You get in trouble. They don't know you exist. Well, I don't know why we think company this talk and thought we can change something. Can't even change yourself. God said, be ye holy for I am holy. Is that in your Bible? Yes. Do you seek to be holy? No. We seek to do everything that pleases us. But there coming a day when you stand before God. <laughs> it's not about you anymore. You're your own man now. You're your own woman now. But when you stand before God, when the books are open and the record have you lived on earth, there's nothing you can do to change it. You can moan, you can cry, you can do whatever. It's too late. The rich man, when he died, God said, it's too late. He said, but can you send my brothers back? He said, no. Send someone back to warn the brother? He said, no. They have the prophet up there. They preach it to them. If they don't hear them, what do you make you think they're going to hear someone from the dead? No. So I said the word up there. That's good enough. I don't need to send something down to frighten them to live holy. Renewing the spirit of the mind to consider self to be dead to sin, but alive unto God, but alive 
to be a living sacrifice for the glory of God. When at the last time we sacrificed anything for God. We used to. We almost, if it's not convenient, you will not do it for God. If we do it for God, then all of that complaining, complaining. I want some of you to just not do it. One thing is complaining when you're doing it. You know, we, don't, we never complain about sinning. Have you noticed that? We used to go to nightclub, buy a cabaret ticket, buy fearful liquor, whatever you drink and go. And you know you go, spend your money, sin. Sometimes people get killed, get shot, but you never complain. But you complain and start when you accept Jesus Christ and start coming to church. Now you have more complaining than anything else. We didn't judge as much until we got saved. We judged more now than when we were full sin on our way to hell. We didn't fault find a lot until we got saved. You fault fine with everybody. Probably found a fault with me standing up here. <laughs> That's okay. I'm a dead woman now. <laughs> and I told someone I'm gonna teach out to like kill every man in the church. <laughs> you prepare yourself for death. If you keep coming, just worry, you're gonna completely kill you. That's my job. That's the Holy Ghost job, to kill you. So you can live like a dead woman, a dead man, for the glory of God. God said, well done, that faithful dead servant. <laughs> Victory over sin starts in the spirit of the mind. Something about that mind, that mind is awesome. That mind can transform your whole life. You can put a thought in your mind and change the way you look, the way you walk. <laughs> you can put a thought in your mind and I see you again, you dressed up like a woman. Mm. It all comes from a thought. You can put a thought in your mind, I see you again, you dressed up like a man. It's something about that mind can transform you to be whatever. That thought that you put in your mind. That's why the Bible was given to renew your mind. So your mind can teach you how to have victory over sin. Now, now turning your, uh, you had Romans 6, go back to verse 1. We're going to start at the beginning. Verse 1 to verse 23. Reveal the way how to have victory over sin. He said, I can't help myself. Yes, you can. You can't help yourself from sin. Don't tell me that lie. You stop yourself from walking out in front of a car, but you're going to get killed. So that same power that you exercise is not to walk out in front of a car. It's that same power that you can use to keep from sinning. See, we, see everything is laid out for us. I don't see you drinking poison. Well, you think I'm crazy to drink poison? But you have the power to drink that poison. But it's something in your mind telling you if you drink it, you're going to die. But it should be something in your mind if you keep sinning, you're going to hell. Amen. All right. You're not talking about hell. Yeah, I'm talking about hell because it's real. Coming to Alfred's Christian Center, your blood will not be on my hand. And I did not warn you about going to hell. I did not teach you how to stay out of hell. Your blood will not be on my hand. God tell me to teach it, I'm going to teach it. He said, don't worry about what they think, how they feel, what they have to say. You are working for God. Amen. I always tell you, I'm working for Jesus. This is his church. This is his church. He redeemed this church with his precious blood. 
He played on death trying to redeem his church. And he sent the Holy Spirit to come in his church, to be with his church, to teach his church, to lead his church. I'm just standing up here. The Holy Spirit is teaching through me. Yeah. He on. is my supervisor. Yeah. Jesus Christ is my boss. If I say something wrong, that old Holy Spirit will show tell on me. He'll write me up. And I in the first place said, way in the midnight hour, Whoa. I get a call from Jesus to wake up, sister. What you said was not right. So I have to answer to God. So, like I said, I only have an hour on the clock, so I have to move it fast, you know. When my time is up, my time is up. So don't be calling me at the house to teach you. No, I, I don't get paid for that. <laughs> overtime over there. No, I don't want no overtime. I don't like overtime. No, no overtime. Please, no overtime. No. The Holy Spirit would not pay me for overtime because Holy Spirit is teaching you enough to stand on your own. Yes, come on now. You know what I'm going to stand up. Teaching you to stand up. Power the word. The application of the word is more important than listen to the word. We all, us, everybody, all of us know a lot of word, but the problem is live what you know. The Bible says, "Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every." Word that we all know that's we do we endeavor to live by every word until you do something with your mind. So let's just go on. Verse one. What shall we say then? Mm -hmm. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Mm -hmm. Verse two. God forbid. How shall we mm -hmm. that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Mm -hmm. And this deal with verse 1 and 2. I dealt with it last week, so I'm not going to be on it long. He said, no, Does grace, does the grace of God give us a license to sin? Mm. You would think that grace said, uh, Okay, sister, you live a sin, right? So, grace, I'm going to give you a license. So, whatever you want to do, you do what you want to do. I'm going to forgive you. You just keep on doing it, ignore the word, ignore everything. So if anybody asks, stop you, you show up your license to sin. Mm. Tell them, I'm, I have a license to sin. So we lay on grace like whatever we do, God's grace is going to forgive us, forgive us. Then there come a time that God says there's no more sacrifice for willful sin. That's in your Bible. So we just sin, just lay on grace. We make, make we, when you're, uh, Continue sinning and and lay on and like in your mind, what grace will forgive me? I keep repenting. Repent. We are making a mockery out of God's grace. That's right. Out of the blood of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. at the same time. When God said we were dead to sin, you just made a mockery of what He just said. Oh, you got you talk about God. I ain't dead to no sin. I love to sin. And when I say sin, you know, people think I don't have one sin in the world. That's all the case. That's a bald-faced lie. It's sin for lying, sin for backbite, sin for gossip, sin for criticizing, sin for, for uh, fault-finding, sin for judging. That's not the only sin. He said, but I know I'm good. I don't, no, all that other stuff you're doing is just the baddest fornication. So sin is sin and hell is hell. And heaven is heaven. There's a list of things that God listed in his Bible that would take you to hell. 
So I'm not going over to today by my table. Does grace encourage sin? You would think grace, go ahead. Do what you want to do, Minister Thompson. Go back to taking joy, doing all that. Grace going to cover you. You got it, brother. That's what I said. God forbid that you live like that. That's what he said. How in the world did you be dead to sin continue sinning? How can this be? You reckon yourself to be dead to sin, but alive unto God. God forbid that we think that we can continue doing the same thing over and over and always repenting for the same thing over and over. How many times mm. do you need to repent for your change? Until you do something with your mind. Until you reckon yourself to be dead, you can repent, and two weeks later you'll be doing the same thing over again. I can breathe you down until you slide out of this church on our floor. <laughs> until you change your mind, you'll slide right on out that church and continue sinning, continue doing what you want to do. Mm. There's not enough all in nobody's church that can do what the Spirit of God can do in your life. My Lord. We expect for the leaders of this, this, oh, this, this, pray for me. I can pray. I can pray and get sickness off of you, but that sin, that's your job. Come on now. I have to work on myself, so how can I work on you? Yeah, I can't pray for you to stop sinning. It starts in your head, in the spirit of your mind. Oh, Lord. Well, what it is, I take my time. We'll be here till Jesus comes. No, ye not, he said. Renewing the mind. He said, okay, verse 3 said, Know ye not that so many of us, read it, brother. Verse 3. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized unto his death. Mm, we're not talking about water baptism, we're talking about spiritual baptism. We, the believer, was baptized into Christ's death, into his death. When he died in the mind of God, we died. Amen. In the mind of God, but in the mind of Jesus, he knew that we're still alive on earth, and the Holy Ghost knew that we're still alive. And that's why God said, take off the old you and put on the new you. Jesus said this. But in the eyes of God, when Jesus said it is finished, God saw you finished, and you finished. You stopped sinning. In the mind of God, he figured when you accepted Jesus Christ, that was the end of your sin. Mm. Mm. That's why he said, okay, now I'm going to tell you what to do. You sanctify yourself. You take off. The Bible tells us instruction what to do. Mm -hmm. Because God, when God looks at us, thank God, he will only see the blood covering us. God does not see you. If he, oh, like in the Old Testament, he was dropping them dead. Mm -hmm. If God, if Jesus would back off, take his blood away, immediately you would drop dead. And God see what's going on in your life. That's why the blood covered us. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But there'll come a time, judgment day, the blood's not going to cover you. The blood is covering us not to get out of life right. Amen. That's why God has leaders, preachers, classes, everything is to teach you, tell you to stop sinning, how you have victory over sin, crucify yourself, live holy, pray, come to church, do this. People just crying out, crying out. 
telling you over and over and over. God want to make sure that you know. So when you stand before him, you will say, I did not know. Mm. He said, everybody would know. So he said, oh, I know what you know. Why? He said, I know your downsetting. Uh -huh. I know it's your uprising. I even know your thoughts for to get to you. And not only that, that's the Old Testament. In the New Testament, he said not only that, the Holy Spirit draws each one of you. Everywhere you go, the Holy Spirit goes with you. Everything you do, the Holy Spirit taking notes on what you're doing. Because it's an unseen book. See, if you can see the book, you're tearing up. But you cannot see that book. It's a spiritual book. And every place you go, you can hide in the dark. You can change how you look. But the spirit knows spirit. Yes, Lord. Everything you watch on TV that's not holy, the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. See, we forget that. No, you not. That your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit that dwelling in you. You're not in your home. There's someone else dwelling in you. And when you sat down and watch that junk on TV that's ungodly for you, the spirit to watch you sat there and the Holy Spirit dwelling in you have to watch all that filth on TV. Yes. You know, that's my TV. I do what I want to. Well, take your TV with you when you stand before God. Oh, Jesus. Turn it off. Turn it off. Say, oh, Jesus, I got something you want to watch. But he's watching it with you now. You have to remember, our body is the temple of God. He's dwelling in us. He's living us. He's walking us. There's no getting away from him. No, you're not that. The Spirit of God dwelling in you. You're not on your own anymore. You have been purchased with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore, glorify God in your body, in your memory. You're not your own anymore. There's someone always with you. That's why he can comfort you when you get in trouble. That's why he can bring things to your remembrance. That's why, because he's always with you. You lose something, he'll tell you where to find it. Because he will with you when you put it down. Well, why do you ask God, God, where did I put it? If you didn't know he was with you. See, we use it when we want to. But when we start sinning, we forget. Because you love sinning more than you love the presence of God. Amen. So my time is up. We'll do this again. So I'm going to teach and teach to every person in this church, if you want to die, you want to die. Amen. So when you come to church, tell the people, I'm going to be killed. <laughs> so, so, amen. So, amen. So, my advice to you is to live a life and consider yourself dead to what's this, what's not pleasing to God. You can do it. You can do whatever you want to do. Just remember, when we get to that, the same power that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead, that same supernatural power dwells in each one of us. I have power to do whatever God asks me to do. I am not powerless. I have his name, and I have his blood. Everything that I need pertaining to life and godliness, we have it. Amen. We just have to do something with our mind. Amen. Amen. God bless you.